Welcome to the Grow Tribe. Here at Go to Grow, we bring the practical and the personal to fuel and celebrate our messy and enlivening growth. People love to pigeonhole us in business and life, but we know you are not just one thing. We get it. Who is? So bring your colourful array of hats to the Grow Zone. I'm Melissa McGowan, and I have over 20 years' experience enabling growth of people, leaders, businesses, and at home with our four kids. The results, the performance, the culture, the outcomes we desire. I can tell you, it starts with us, where you go with your time, energy, money, and focus you grow. So choose to feel alive, and let's get growing. So I don't know what was worse, stepping on a piece of Lego, or as Americans would call it, Legos, when I was barefoot the other day on the floorboards and just like screaming in pain, grabbing my foot because it hurts so much when you step on Lego on the floor, or being caught in the frustration, this creeping sense of misalignment, this loop around, I could do this, I should do that, Uh, I wish I would do that. And recognizing here we are in the current reality of most likely role overload <laughs> and most likely misalignment that we can take a look at. And I'm just going to talk about a simple uh, one today. And, you know, I'm continuing to hear people talking about this idea, this myth of trying to find more balance. And I'm just going to, you know, over the next few weeks, I'm just going to find a bit more balance. And, It's made me think back to a book I read years ago, and I can't remember the exact title, which I know is annoying, but the concept was it was about the three marriages. So the marriage to ourself, the marriage to our our partner, and the marriage to our work. And I recall it saying that if we're trying to seek balance, we probably end up working harder in each of those marriages. And so it sort of brings, um, you know, new meaning to the idea of avoiding divorce right now. But I think in the current situation, we're getting great insights on each other um, in our teams and our work and our homes, but also on ourselves and new revelations about our identity. And the the alignment, uh, the misalignment, I guess, that I'm feeling and others are feeling, because certainly, you know, a lot of people are talking about this with me right now. I have clients actively working through this and growing into alignment with purpose. But it can be conscious and and subconscious. And in that marriage to ourself, um, and you know what this book refers to actually is is the marriage of marriages. So the the marriage to ourself being most important. But then when you have our own three individual marriages, and then the complexity of bringing that together with someone else, our partner who also has their three marriages, and how we work through that, how we speak about our desires you know, how we make decisions, how we, um, you know, satisfy our own individual needs as well as try and mesh together those six marriages. And I think it is complex um, and, and I think we're seeing that and we're, and we're feeling that right now. But ignoring the creeping misalignment I don't think is serving us. So we surface the frustrations, um, you know, we surface some of the sacrifices that have been made and, you know, we have some of those discussions, sorry. Um, You know, so as I said, many people are kind of talking about this and it's coming up in in lots of different ways. Um, Some of the things we can control and some of them we can't. So, you know, I'm feeling good uh, and then I spoke to X and then I just felt really actually concerned and anxious. 
or I really value reciprocity. And in this current situation that I'm working in, I am not feeling it. Or I really value honesty and now I'm finding myself holding back. You know, there's mental kind of pollution and contagion between all of these aspects of our marriages right now and there's an element of role overload. You know, I want to go slow and yet I find that I'm compelled to respond and push forward all the time and I'm misaligned with that. Like I don't want to be operating that way yet I find that that's what I'm doing. You know, I, I talk about myself, you know, I'm committed to meditation and yet I found myself recently a couple of times just not being able to find, i.e. choose, make, prioritise the time for that, you know, in my day. So, you know, there's lots of discussions going on right now. And as I said, I'm, you know, I'm really supporting people to kind of really clarify what this alignment looks for them and and, and really move into that with purpose. Um, one of the things that's coming up with people is how am I managing this? Um, and I think Sharon on episode one called it the sort of the membrane between, you know, well, we were talking about work and home, but again, you know, it could be around those three marriages and managing my transition and supporting myself so that I actually can do some of those other things that are in my control that do um, look like and feel like alignment to me. And that gets into, you know, dare I say it, the topic of um, kind of leisure and leisure activities. And, and I was thinking about that as well. I was thinking, Hmm, that's an interesting one. If we ask ourselves, like, does Netflix count as leisure time? There's an interesting discussion. But um, what I want to say is the question is kind of where where did all those Lego pieces come from and why are they all over the floor? So the analogy is if we think about those bits of Lego as as individual blocks that they are, and we have a certain amount of blocks to spend each day. And I've spent some time recently on a, a program that I've been running. And one of the very simple exercises that we did was we started off asking ourselves, you know, where are those, all those blocks, where are they going? So let me break that down for you a bit. And if you're sitting down, you might want to just quickly sketch this out. And if you're not, you might want to come back to it. Um I recall years ago reading another book and talking about this idea of time as confetti, you know, all these little bits of time floating around during the day. And the block analogy that I'm going to use is similar. I read it years ago on a, a blog post and I think it's simple and so effective. The concept is that if we're sleeping, let's say, seven to eight hours a night, and that's an if, but let's say we are, then we are left with um, 10 rows by 10 rows of 10 minute blocks for the rest of our day. So that's a thousand minutes broken into 10 minute blocks that we can spend for the rest of our day. So we get to kind of figure out where those blocks go and chunking it down into 10 minute blocks kind of seems extreme, but actually it also reduces the overwhelm when you think about what you can do. Like if I really do prioritize, you know, sorry, am committed to meditation, then how come I can't even find one block to give it? So when we went through this exercise, we wrote, we drew up the grid for ourselves of um, 10 by 10 and left enough space in this matrix so that you could make a note or use a colour code or whatever's going to work for you of where did I spend yesterday's blocks? Now, they're all over the floor now. What, uh, and someone's stepping on them. Where did they go? Can I account for them? Which ones did I spend on 
you know, specific work, like which ones were on meetings, which ones were doing some thinking, um, which blocks was I cooking, which blocks was I cleaning, which blocks was I doing homeschooling, which blocks were I spending on my body and mind, um, what blocks were I using caring for others. I mean, the list is literally kind of endless as you think about how did I spend yesterday's blocks and were there any vacant ones and um, which ones maybe am I surprised when I go back and think about it that I spent more blocks on than I probably thought I did. And then we start to just get some data um, that really can just be one small insight into closing this gap between this is kind of what I you know, feel alignment looks for me right now. And then this is what's actually happening. Um, and, you know, rituals, I mentioned it earlier this week on my um, Instagram is, you know, having a ritual or routine in place is what actually closes the gap between our intention on doing something and then not just having to rely on, you know, discipline and motivation. So the blocks is a great analogy just to get some data and then if you want to take it further, you can, you know, have the, another blank matrix and say now with the benefit of thinking about things like my values, my goals, my priorities, what's important to me, who's important to me, how I'm looking after myself, how I'm creating some space, how might you allocate those blocks differently? And, you know, connected to this, actually, just as I'm talking here, I'm thinking also on episode one, we had Michael Gross and he spoke, sorry, episode two, we spoke about parenting. Michael uses a great and another simple analogy around parents having 12 psychological eggs to spend each week. So if there's two parents and, and one child, there's you've got three allocations there. So even if you've got multiple children, the kids are all sort of, you know, um, considered as one of the participants there and you've got your 12 eggs to break <laughs> or, or choose you know, where to spend between the parents and the kids, so to speak. And, you know, he said that often what happens is parents will spend more eggs on their children than they do on themselves. So it's another just simple thing of like, how many eggs am I spending on ourselves right now? Am I feeling aligned about doing that? And where are all the blocks going? And even though I hate stepping on Lego on the floor, I might just encourage you to leave a few blocks spare and see, you know, how you can create just a little bit of space for yourself, maybe three blocks. Enjoy your growth. Thanks so much for listening. I'm very excited as we build this growing community of growers and I'd love to hear your feedback on anything you want to hear more about people that you think would be great for us to have a chat with. Please leave me some feedback or if you want any support, use the functions via the podcast or the email, the Facebook group or the Instagram, all of it in the notes. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to see your pictures of you growing and what you're working on. Please share the podcast and review it in iTunes as we build this community. Thanks so much.